feed me more. May you rest in peace. Awesome! Yes! 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 Hulkamania is running wild! Yeah. I said give me a hell yeah! <laughs> Shooting place! Wrestling Report. Welcome to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. I am the big guy Ryback, joined by Raj Geary of WrestlingInc.com. Raj, how's everything going on your end? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. It's a busy week as always. This is uh, the life of an entrepreneur and content creator and I guess podcaster and whatever else i don't know <laughs> social media manager and, and right. uh, along with my team so just uh i go from one thing to the to the other from morning to night and uh yeah, no, i hear you it's wearing a lot of hats it keeps yeah. you on your toes <laughs> you're probably very similar I, I i just go from one thing to the next and like training i sometimes have to keep my phone away from me like when i train because that can be that entails so much with like the the rehab kind of stuff and and like the, the rolling on the softball to kind of the things for scar tissue, then the actual training and then conditioning. I was like, I just yeah. I just got to get like I just I go. I wish I could not bring my phone to the gym sometimes, but I have my music on it. But uh, yeah, just yeah. Uh, chipping away, feeling really good. So hoping to get down to Bio Accelerator. I'm waiting. I gotta I gotta message Austin here again to see if they have anything in mind. So. Yeah, I've been waiting since April for these, so it's like it's. I don't know. I want to get it done so I have a little bit of time with them, so they can really, really work their magic. And but there's no people. AEW though did have more people last night. It looked like in the crowd, yeah. slowly growing. So, but I feel like we're still probably a ways away from full, full crowds. crowds. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah, especially. Uh, especially since both AEW and NXT had had, had outbreaks uh, yeah. recently, and uh, but first, uh, just wanted to start off with uh, the passing of Road Warrior Animal yeah. uh, Joe Laurinaitis passed away at the age of sixty. Um, Hulk Hogan had tweeted that morning uh, that he had passed away. I think a lot of people were hoping that Hogan was duped because that has happened in the past, but sadly that wasn't the case. Uh, Animal and Hawk. A huge part of my childhood, uh, the Road Warriors. I think if you ask most people who the greatest wrestling tag team of all time that have been watching for a while, uh, I think most would say the Road Warriors. Yeah, no, uh, shocked. I, I, I haven't seen a lot of information on on um, the cause or anything of that nature. I was curious. I was going to ask you if you'd heard anything. So he was, uh, so he was actually at a resort. Uh, he, they were, he was celebrating his anniversary with his wife and that the, the day he passed that night, he passed that morning. He tweeted out a picture of his wife and he tweeted happy anniversary, baby. Love you. And then that night at 1149 PM, uh, the police received a call that, and from Laurenitis's wife, uh, when officials arrived at the scene, Laurenitis was already declared deceased and according to TMZ, um, he reportedly died of natural causes. So that usually means it's not like an overdose or anything like that, but it could be a heart attack or, you know, something like that. We won't know for sure until the coroner's report, but uh, yeah, just really sad. Such a young age, his partner Hawk had passed away uh, in 2003, just months after they, they wrestled in Japan together. So, um, yeah. So it, it just he 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 looked in good health as far as is and again it's hard you can picture sometimes I haven't seen him in a long long time um, when that came, when I came out yesterday I was I, I mean I I couldn't I go whoa that's that wasn't one you were expecting anytime soon and right he was he was you know making appearances still and, and very active as far as is in everything and um I, man just nothing but but love and positive positive thoughts to to this family and friends and close ones and just it, i can't imagine being on their anniversary what i didn't know that 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 makes it even you know just i saw his son too james lauren i just put out a, a tweet he didn't get to say goodbye it's just like god yikes it's you just 
wrenches your heart seeing that man. So he, uh, I, I don't have, unfortunately, I don't have like, a lot of any like, good stories or anything. I just, mm-hmm. I, I met him a few times, always pleasant hellos and nothing. And, but there was one time and I don't remember details, um, in during, I think it was WrestleMania week. And he was, it was in the green room for WWE where they have like everything, the station set up. And I had, right. to, I don't know if I had to go to an appearance or they were saying you have to meet there. And he was in there and he, I remember it was the first time I think I met him and he came over and, and talked to me for a bit and was very complimentary and very, it was really cool to get to meet him. And, uh, but he was always, always happy and, and kind, but I didn't know him. I didn't know him that well. He wasn't around there you know during during my time there and, and things yeah just i uh i wish wwe i saw they did the the still i think they did was it for nxt the still image of him it'll be i'll be curious to see if they do a more uh in-depth deal but i know he was involved right with that, right. that concussion lawsuit and that yeah and got thrown out so i don't know yeah, I don't believe uh, I can't. I don't think anyone involved with that concussion lawsuit that passed away that they've done a, a video for. Like uh, Kamala, they didn't. I don't think they did with King Kong Bundy either. And uh, that's just unfortunate because when someone passes away, you got to drop that pettiness. You, you did a video for Regis Philbin, and I think you could do yeah. one for for Animal. But no, that, it, it's crazy when on that and when you think about it that Regis Philbin, and again, that's fine, but. The, the the men and women that 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 gave everything and probably played a a, a role in all this at the end another one gone young like that sixties now I mean it's that's far too young there is there is there a right or wrong time I don't know but that just doesn't seem I don't know man it, it it's just that wrestling. You look at it and just see all the guys, like everyone you grew up liking, just they, they die young. They just, you got to look at it and just be like, what's going on? Yeah. In this industry as you, a whole. You watch WrestleMania 5, which wasn't that long ago, and almost everyone on that show is, is no longer with us. Yeah. And it's all, and he had, he, I mean, he, you know, had himself together mm-hmm. by all, by, 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 again, <clears throat> when I say that, you don't never know everything going, but he, he seemed, he was always held himself together very well. Family man and composed. He's just, oh, I don't know, man. I, I just, he, I, I, I really, in growing up, like I, I loved guys like that. The powerhouse wrestlers that were believable. And right. uh, and everybody always into and in, in watching tape and and things and anybody who who's in coming up in pro wrestling. I, I mean, I watched a lot of them and and stuff. And um, it's just people you always used to hear like the Road Warrior pop was was you know that was always something I always heard from guys talking that that had wrestled with them and how over they were. They, they were, I mean, just they they raised they raised the bar. And uh, they helped pave the way. So nothing but love and respect. And uh, just try to look at it in a positive way. And, and it is, is, you know, and the, that. But for the family and friends and the close, selfishly, everyone's going to miss, you know. It's just, uh, I, I don't know, lost for words. It's, but that one, I was shocked. I did not, I was... 2020 has been honestly the craziest year just of all this of of being shocked and surprised and not being shocked and surprised over things happening so add this to the yeah list. yeah it's unfortunate with all the shock and surprises it's over negative news but uh that's 2020 in a good I mean, um, you lived a great life and and, uh, and hopefully went peacefully and didn't suffer too bad like it it's I don't know, man. It, it, I don't know what else to say. I, death is such a, you know, unknown. Yeah. Did you see that Dark Side of the Ring on the Road Warriors? No, I didn't. Was but, it good? Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of like what you said earlier. Just Animal just seemed like you just really had it together. Um, and, you know, Hawk, you could tell it's kind of a 
a wild card there for a while until he he got, got his life together at the end. But um, you know, it's really sad. And condolences to uh, Laurenitis's uh, fans and family. And wrestling too. And this isn't to in that period. And a lot of things have changed and that, but the wrestling business as a whole, you pick up a lot of bad habits the longer you're involved mm-hmm. in it too. And, um, and even bad, I say bad habits, like the, the simple act of drinking can become very, very, um, and this, I'm not talking, this isn't in reference to animal at all, but just the business on people, you pick up habits, you know, and you do things and too, in that period, those guys were involved with that, the drug period of wrestling too. Where, and again, I think they were legal back then even for Mm -hmm. a period of it. And and nobody knew, you know, and those guys were as big, as bad as they came for a, for a good, good moment there. And it's just, but the, just the, you go over a course of a career and he was involved in the wrestling business for a long time. Yeah. It does a lot of damage to your body. This isn't, and it's not like the stress and not even talking, not talking drugs, just stress of wrestling and like the Vince schedule and all that, that's where I, I say you got to look. And I, I'm glad Andrew Yang is is involved with some things. And the business has taken advantage of, of humans for too long. And again, wrestlers get into, well, this is what wrestling is. Well, we need to elevate the industry of pro wrestling. We have enough yeah. things documented showing that the industry is not good the way that it was and still is in a lot of ways. And yes, it, but like you look at fighters and how little they fight and stuff, but like in wrestlers and wrestler, like fighters get downtime to let their bodies rest and recover. Wrestlers don't. And that's the big issue is you're constantly stressed, constantly on TV. You can't, you, even if you don't feel stressed, you are stressed, traveling all the time, dealing with people and then the weight training and the injuries and there's just never, you got to stay in shape for the most mm-hmm. part. Mo- a lot of the guys, the guys that are in shape, anyways, you got to maintain your look. It's not where you can like relax on your diet for a little bit. It, it's a whole, there's nothing like it in the world. And it, it, it's, we got to look at it and eventually just like, how can we, how can we make this better? Yeah. You know? Um, well, uh, more <laughs> negative news this week, but uh, I, I, apparently there was a, a COVID breakout at the uh, NXT tapings uh, just last week, and uh, and it caused a bunch of changes. If you watch NXT this week, you could tell um, there was supposed to be a match between uh, the Undisputed Era against Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. They did this weird tag team switch around thing where instead Roderick Strong teamed with Danny Burch against Raul Mendoza and Fabian Eichner, uh, a couple of the commentators uh, were off. Now, it's not known if it's because of COVID or whatever reason for for these, but there were COVID outbreaks and it's expected uh, and it impacted the main roster as well. So that's uh, apparently causing some creative changes on the main roster. So, um, yeah, this thing, even with all the testing and stuff, people, I guess some people are, were getting lax backstage, not wearing masks or, or what have you. And, uh, this thing is still there, and it's uh, even if you test, it's it's not foolproof. Yeah, no, I don't. I, and it's hard to to pinpoint, you know, in those, in those talents. I mean, they're going they're, from when they're not filming. I mean, they're probably home or off, you know, doing their thing right. in, in 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 encounters. So hopefully, they're wearing the mask and in situations like that, or or doing the best of their ability and all that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not over. I'm sure everyone will be completely fine though. It's just um, those outbreaks definitely affect them. They got to make this. They can't. There's there's no. Uh, you can't run from those problems. You gotta you gotta take action right away and adjust. So and uh, creatively just make things work. I still like during these periods. It's crazy and like watching the wrestling. Even though there's a few people. Like an AEW in the crowd and whatnot, it's like it's just watching everything and like even the the other even I watched the, put the Raiders game on for a bit the other day and it was crazy listening to that with like it felt like that felt more like watching a, a regular thing though with the way the noise on that was, but like everything else and seeing some game shows I saw like with Terry Crews and they have all the people on the monitors, it's really like so black mirrorish to me 
like how just everything with all of this, it's, it's just crazy that we're in this position right now to me, everything going on, but the, for the talent, you should, it's, and I don't know what's going on backstage or whatnot, but if they're all around each other, at the end of the day, like the mask thing with the wrestlers too, is like, they're all wrestling anyways. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Right. It, it, yeah. It's like, it's like your mask is on for a second and then it's not on and these are different situations and you could be around five or six people, you know, it, it's, I don't know. It was only a matter of time. We've seen it happen already, but good for WWE to make adjustments. And that's all they can do is yeah. send the people home, let them get better. And then in, in just make the best of a situation that's still going on. It's approaching October. Yeah, and it, it hit AEW as well. Uh, AEW has had a few, uh, uh, several wrestlers test positive uh, from uh, that wrestled a couple weeks ago. Since then, uh, they've tested positive. Uh, Lance Archer was supposed to be in the main event of the last Dynamite. Um, he was pulled from the match right before the match. He announced on Twitter that he had tested positive for COVID. Um, there were other changes to the show as well due to the the positive test results. Now, Wrestling Inc., we learned exclusively that AEW has actually changed their testing policies this past week, uh, updated them uh, to um, n- not only have on-site testing, but having towns tested at home before the shows. And then they also have consulted with the NFL COVID response team to come up with updates to their COVID testing process. So this is a constantly evolving thing. But yeah, Lance Archer. Uh, tested positive. And then Benjamin Carter also announced who he had wrestled uh, Scorpio Sky on late night dynamite. He announced a positive COVID-19 test. There had been a lot of buzz around him. He had a, a banger of a match against Scorpio Sky. And then, you know, just days after he realizes he has COVID. So uh, yeah, it's, it's hitting everybody. I'm curious if they caught Lance uh, Archer, if they got his test, it was one of the ones at home before he left or if he was at the building already. So we heard it that we heard he actually it was the second test that he uh, really? tested positive for, which I don't know if the first test what happened with that, but uh, but we we learned that it was the second test. Well, that's good for them for having the testing though, and, and testing multiple times, and being being yeah. safe. They've done a good job of not having really any mass outbreaks yet with that from from everything, even though this one just seems to be the the first. Of multiple people and we'll see if any more come out come out with it but that's all you can do is just take appropriate action and, and send the talent home and then and just creatively i feel like everything going on in wrestling during this period is just the forgotten era the forgotten period <laughs> like we're all gonna no one's gonna want to like go back and hey remember when like wrestling was no crowd like that's it's just like let's just forget <laughs> about all of it which is why like debuts yeah. and everything i'm like man Again, but talent, how long can you expect them to, to sit at home and not debut or do anything either? Because this has gone on for, for a long time now. So, but yeah, hopefully everything uh, recovers quickly and, and there's, you know, like it's been and just keep everything moving. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to catch Miro's debut on Dynamite? I did. I watched the entire thing. He looked, he looked huge. He looked like he's, he was in great shape. He looked uh, the biggest I've seen him in a while. Best shape I've ever seen him in. Yeah, bigger too. I don't. It, it, he looked great. The, uh, but yeah, I did see it, and uh, it's good to see him into the mix uh, up there, and and to see um, how the character evolves. I'm a little confused by things. Uh, I didn't understand the, and maybe you could. In, in, when I was watching that, I I don't. I know Kip Sabian's typically a heel, right? Right, kind of, and then Miro. I guess for his debut, they it, it's a babyface debut, so and it's a babyface promo kind of. People are gonna cheer. So, um, and then like Sunny, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela, I thought cut like kind of a heel promo on the back. I don't know. Yeah, even though they're 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 really on the babyface side. Yeah, Sunny but... especially was was more babyface, and he, she was babyface. Joey was kind of heel. Together, I just right. kind of assumed that they were. They were more babyface, but right. just watching this, and I watch it every week. I, I was confused 
when the match started, I didn't know who the babyface and heels were or yeah. if they were supposed to be. That was the only thing that was a little bit, um, it was just confusing to me watching where I think that in wrestling, you want a clear cut, you want that very defined for, right. for people. And, um, that was my only thing with it, but I thought he looked great. And, uh, they did a lot of stuff. I don't know if you need to sometimes do that much on, you know, it's the first one. And when I say that right. much, it's just, I, I, I'm just, I'm curious to see how everything unfolds. I thought everything was fine though. He's in the mix yeah. now and, um, he looks great. He's been training hard. He's in shape and, uh, a tag match. He's been out for a little bit, so it's a good way to work him back in, get him, get him. I'm sure he's in ring shape and everything, but. Uh, it's just, I'm, I'm curious to see where, how this all unfolds down the line. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was hoping he just squashed somebody just a single squash match, but, uh, uh, he, he looked great. So, um, yeah, they yeah, see, I don't see. know, see, and I don't know what the, with, with, with Tony and them and, and Cody and everybody, I don't know what they're, they, they may be looking at things and, and I hope, I just hope they don't listen to the minority audience on mm. because that's not the audience to listen to where they're going right. to complain about everything. And they, where they say WWE guys coming in, like it, it's, there's different levels to this stuff. And like the guys in his prime, like, it's not like yeah. a, a guy that, that got fired from WCW that's washed up. And I say washed up as far as we're all hurt and, and like, he's fresh and like, this is, but they also, the way he was used in WWE towards the end was he was lowered for sure on that. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a maybe a way to get him in and, and to start the the trend up, back up again. Whereas if you come in and he's just super dominant again, and I, I can understand not doing that with him mm-hmm. and the way they brought him in, and it, he's in the storyline now, and. Uh, We'll just have to see. We'll have to see how his character evolves and how who Miro is compared to Rusev. Even though it's very, they're they're one and the same. I would say uh, from from based on what we see, how he portrays himself, he, I think he's gonna have more personality as Miro. But we we got to kind of wait and see how they allow that to come out and what what opportunities he has. So, but it takes time. You look at Brody Lee too, like Bro like Brody Lee out to me is I look at Brody and knowing wrestling and, and watching Brody is elevated in my eyes. Now, when I watch him, he's, he's coming into his own and it mm-hmm. takes time. And there's things that have happened to, to allow for that. And in a lot of TV time and a lot of promo time. And, and for him, we're, we're starting to see other elements of, of Brody Lee that we didn't get to see as Luke Harper. And in how many months has he been there now? Has it been six uh, gosh, uh, I want to say he debuted in gosh with March. Yeah, around, yeah, end of March. Yeah, yeah, because right at the beginning of COVID, sort of thing. At right. March, because his debut was supposed to be in Rochester. And, yeah, yeah. So April, May, June, July, August, September. So we're about six months, and yeah. with him, and he's starting now to really come into his own. You know, we got we got to just give it time with Miro. The same thing, but it looked like he had like a Muay Thai type of attire. More mm-hmm. so the shorts and stuff, and in right. uh, in you know obviously with the blonde hair, and he, he changed his look a little bit, and uh, which is fine, and he look he looks great. So we'll see getting him out there and uh, two getting chemistry with the different guys. That's going to take time, and it's like two. When we saw it last night, there were a few flubs in the match on little things. If you noticed, it, you're working yeah. with guys you haven't where you've been out of the ring for a bit. And that's not to say it was on him at all. A lot of this stuff too. I, when I say sometimes they do too much. You can mm-hmm. sometimes do like it's like the uh you overthink things where you're like putting matches together and you're like, oh what I'm, what's the words I'm looking for? You you try to psych out people, but you're you're like putting out like three or four psych outs to get to the one thing that you just could do the one thing. And like it, it's yeah. sometimes it, it is what it is. And that's just talent. Some talent like to do it, some don't. But I thought yeah. overall I, I'm ha- very happy to see him. In the in the in the uh, in the game up there and uh, see how it evolves. Yeah, 
Uh, Cody made his return also on Dynamite. He had been out for five weeks. Uh, came back with a different look. He had uh, like pretty much jet black hair. Uh, you know, he he had gone between brown hair and blonde hair before. Kind of seemed to have a little bit of a darker, more of an edge when he came back. Seemed a little more sinister. Uh, this is the first time he had gone with the dark hair look in AEW, but obviously he's had that before. Uh, he had been off of television for five weeks. He was filming the TBS competi- uh, competition show, uh, Go Big Show, and uh, lost the title in his last match to Brody Lee in a squash. Brody Lee basically destroyed him. After the match, Brody Lee, I thought, cut a great, it reminded me of like an 80s NWA promo, but he cut a promo challenging Cody to a, uh, a dog collar match. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I liked all of it, and uh, Cody's – I think Cody's going to be his best as a heel on AEW television. I really and, – and having some people around him, I see him really, really uh, elevating himself further. And he's smart enough to know there's always a reason with, with Cody on, on doing things. Uh, he's very creative, and uh, if – in changing his hair to a darker color, having that more sinister look. That's that's for a purpose. Whether mm. it plays out this week or the in, in two months, there's there's something behind it. And uh anytime you leave television and and you know for a, 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 like at least a month, I would say, or you can do it in less time, but it's better the longer you're out with these kind of things where you can you can use it as an opportunity to come back and, and put uh some tweaks on your character. So He's he's such a huge part of that show. I'm uh, it, it, the show's better with him figured in. That's for yeah. sure. Overall, they need every name on it in that with the, to help continue to elevate everybody else. So, yeah. Um, this past week, it also came. Uh, there was a report that Melina uh, would be returning to WWE. That uh, she is on her way back. She'll be back soon. Uh, she took to Facebook and and wrote a lengthy post denying it. Um, and saying she doesn't want fans to raise their hopes up, only to be disappointed. She says she's open to returning, but she she vehemently said she's not. A lot of times when we see talent really denying they're not coming back, that usually means they're coming back, right? Yeah, that's a tough one. Like she, I saw part of that thing where it was pretty – the response was in depth to where you would think she was like angry that it, like where it's a lie – but we've seen that before where people do that and then because they are coming back. So I guess it's just a matter of this is one of those things where uh, it, this isn't like a, a Dave reporting a, a, a false thing on somebody's a lie, like a flat out lie on somebody's character or something going um, on a story uh, that on someone he doesn't like or anything. Usually on the returns, it's like, if there's usually it feels like there's always some sort of truth to returns when you hear about that because somebody leaks the information on that. So I don't I don't know. Um, but she's been gone for a minute for quite a bit. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there my entire time. I remember when I was in OVW and uh, I would see her at the uh, Louisville Athletic Club every once in a while on her day off or something. She was on the road during Eminem and all that. So, I mean, that was a long time ago. And then she wasn't there during during my run or any of that, and she's been gone all since. So you know, people, and she's been away. She still stayed active, I know, and stuff. But we've seen they brought back a lot of people that were there from the era before me, where a lot of those people all came back, like Shelton Benjamin, MVP, Mickey James. So it it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. It just it does suck if it is true that it gets out like. That that's kind of kills the surprise. Yeah, like I don't understand why people ruin it. Like it, it, well, I know why they ruin it. It's you know they make money off it. So, but it's you think there would be a way if you're negotiating to come back. Like I'm, if this if this gets out, I'm not coming back. Like this is it needs to be kept private. Like there's there's no this is nothing. It's just crazy how because you're meeting. Even if you go to like Stanford or something, like you wonder, like how does that get out? It's just it just goes to show how many stooges they have that work in that company, people that just leak information. That's like, you know, my time there. I never don't never talk to a soul, nor would I on things like that. You shouldn't. Nobody in the business should be, but they do, and I don't. I just don't. It is what it is. But 
I, I think she's, I've always liked her a lot. Always thought she was very entertaining. Beautiful woman. Helps just, I think she, she always had, uh, was always pleasant uh, whenever I've been around her and, and talked to her. So if, if that's what she wants, you know, I think that would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be, if she, that makes her happy, I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, John Cena came out this week. He's going to, so he's playing the peacemaker. What's that? <laughs> Get out. What's that? Really? John Cena came out of the closet. <laughs> no, oh, no. I, you, I, I just heard John Cena came out. Sorry, Raj. <laughs> I had a story to back that up, but go it, ahead. Sorry. He came out this week. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So John Cena, he's uh, going to be playing peacemaker in James, James Gunn's upcoming Suicide Squad movie. And they're going to be creating an, a TV offshoot on that character, on the peacemaker character, a title peacemaker. It's an eight episode series that will be starring Cena in the title role on HBO Max. So uh, another big, another big uh, role for Cena. Yeah, no, he continues to, he, he, he's involved in a lot and, uh, that he's, um, that path of, of leaving wrestling and, uh, going down the acting road. It's just crazy. You go back and look at like the rock stuff and he used to like talk and not just like for, uh, for, for TV stuff. Like I wish John all the best. I like John, Yeah, but this is. If you just go back and look at everything, he, I always said, John Cena always said he loved WWE and he everything he did was for WWE. John Cena loves John Cena and there's nothing wrong with that, but don't lie about it. Don't don't BS about it. And he, the first chance he got, he walked away and went on to, to bigger and better things as he should. There's no, but don't sit there and say the right. other thing. And that that to me is people should look at that and that should be one of their first red flags on to stories you hear about him. But other than that, I have personal deals with it. It's and and it is. I still wish him the best, and I think he's. I think he's a very talented actor. He's. Mm-hmm. I think he's very entertaining, and um, and there's certain roles he plays better than others. But I, you know, from a non-professional standpoint, as far as acting and stuff, I, I think he's going to have a, a a hell of a career when it's all said and done because he works really hard. He will keep putting. He's not afraid to put himself out there. He's not afraid to be laughed at, and so I think that with his name already that he has from wrestling, he's going to form connections. And now, is he going to be at the level of The Rock? That I, I think I don't know. Personally, That's a tall order. Yeah, he set the bar so high. I mean, The Rock's probably eventually going to be president. Like the way the guy, he, legit. I mean, he opened the Super Bowl. <laughs> he's, the, the, he's transcended so far past wrestling. Whereas is I don't know if anybody can can do that, you know, so but I think John will be very successful and it's very early on still in his career. The Rock, his movie career took quite a while to get going after leaving. I mean, he did stuff, but he he was doing role after role. Then all of a sudden it's like, holy hell, this guy's like the number one actor in Hollywood, the number one action star, number one, just actor, the highest paid like. And so John, you know, I think John's going to have those opportunities along the way that The Rock did based off his WWE career and, and how hard he works to create new opportunities. And uh, so, yeah, he, but he puts himself out there. I've seen him. He literally does. He's in, he seems like he's in, in on everything. He does commercials and, and, and he's, he's, he's putting himself out there. So I, I, yeah. I commend that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of the rock, he, uh, he, he released this video, um, on his YouTube channel. And he was talking about Roman Reigns. Uh, and he said, uh, if he would ever go back to WrestleMania, who would be the opponent that he would like to face? And the rock said, the one that would make sense right now would be Roman in terms of uh, box office. Uh, Roman responded, uh, basically saying, uh, the rock at WrestleMania, Jey Uso at the clash of champions. My responsibility is putting our family's name on top of the card and at the center of the WWE universe. Now the rock is teased, you know, wrestling for years, but he hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania 29 when he lost the title to John Cena. He got injured during that match. It threw everything haywire. He was supposed to start filming Hercules. That got pushed back. It cost them a ton of money. So I don't see him wrestling again with all these big projects that he has, but uh, I guess you never know. Yeah. I think in in two age is his age and getting hurt and being out. And I think he's more than fit. Active, but to, to have the time to get back into wrestling shape 
and to go out and do it and come out of it whole so that it doesn't, you know, affect, he goes hard. So that, especially when you're not in front of the camera like that and you get, you know, on the biggest stage of them all, the adrenaline and, and how hard you push yourself and the older you get, you know, injuries happen. Like he hurt himself after that last one. You never would have known it watching. He's a, he's a champion that goes out there and, 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 and gets through it. But like, yeah, you know, is he going to, he, he has this once in a lifetime opportunity of making all this money with every role that he takes which only lasts for a certain period of time. Eventually, there'll, there'll be a new star. We've seen it with everybody. Like, eventually, your time comes, which I don't think his time is anywhere near ending. But, you know, can, can wrestling bring the payday that those do? And, and I don't know. And again, though, that's probably not the, the main motivation at this point with as much money as he has. But the time and the commitment, the energy, the wrestling, the training for wrestling is entirely different. That because you're conditioning and that you have to push yourself so hard physically on the conditioning aspect that it's not the same that he trains, you know, he could train and, and look jacked, freaking jacked. And he could do his elliptical machine cardio and, and keep his body healthy for his roles. And, and, you know, for wrestling though, you got to do a lot more than that. And, and he knows he, obviously he's, he's done it at the highest level and he knows how to do that. It's just a matter of, does he have the time and the commitment, and, and is he hungry to want to do that at this point? He's achieved, you know, everything. But you mentioned, I think, the one thing that maybe is, you know, if Roman and has access to, to to his ear, like, hey, I think this would be really good, and can get him, get him um, involved mentally and do it in a story, a family storyline type deal. I think there's a lot of. Um, I think it's really good. And I think with a heel Roman, babyface Roman, I know. I, I think, uh, I don't know. Right. But heel Roman and babyface rock, that makes Roman a bigger star. Yeah. Which is, and that's, and Roman's been in there with everyone to make him the star already. But this, this will, if WWE should pay rock any amount of money that he wants to get that done. And because that will, if they, if they have Roman there for a substantial period of time, and we've talked about the whole megastar thing that will that will help put Roman at a different level, and will be beneficial to everybody, drawing everything. So, um, yeah, I think it would be I think it would be a good scenario, and I could see that. But WWE will probably will probably get Stone Cold on the Rock one last time, <laughs> 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 out of retirement. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Terramata Tequila uh, and uh, Steve Austin Broken Skull Ranch. Beer on a pole match and uh, something a gimmick. <laughs> I pay for it. <laughs> I would too. I'm not gonna. I would, I would have both alcohol and we get be hammered watching. Uh, also, this past week, Retribution made their in ring debut. Yes. Is, this is one of the dumbest storylines, I think. They said they got contracts. So, after weeks of blowing stuff up outside the performance center, uh, taking a chainsaw to the ring ropes, destroying, the, vandalizing their set repeatedly. WWE they decided to, WWE decided to give them contracts. So Sounds like par for the course. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. Wrestling storylines have always been absurd. Very yeah. rarely is like, that's why I think like wrestling fans, when something actually does make sense and falls like perfectly into place, yeah. Like Nexus was, I think, a really good example of, and this isn't to compare the two groups, because, but like, like everything just kind of happened and like was made sense, and then right. they they messed it up. But, but like it's, oftentimes I look back, you just go back to the beginning of time. You can go watch indie show, nothing makes sense for them. It's all ridiculous. Most of it's yeah. shitty acting. Like it, it's never like, but every once in a blue moon, something really good happens, and then that's when you're like proud to be a wrestling fan. Right. Otherwise, you got to deal with all this. This is just like, <laughs> like, like, oh man, you don't tell anyone you're a wrestling fan during like this retribution period, right? <laughs> so uh, one of the retro, so the retribution members are Slapjack, who is Shane Thorne, uh, Mace, who's Dio Madden, T Bar, who is Dominic Dijakovic, and then Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez are also part of the group. They haven't revealed their names yet. Uh, they wrestled this past Monday night. Uh, Shane Thorne had like this, it was like a hockey mask or something yeah. like that. I didn't and, see the uh, match. Are they wrestling in the mask too? 
Yeah, yeah. Which shouldn't be allowed from a standpoint for striking because it's protection. Yeah, but except it looked like a, a soft uh, – okay. the mask didn't look like a – you know, like a real hockey yeah. mask. It okay. just looked like it was designed like one. And CM Punk actually took a, a, a shot at it. Uh, he wrote, he, he posted a picture of Slapjack's new mask and wrote, uh, when you're bored and catering and there's an abundance of paper plates. So, and it does kind of look like a paper plate, with, you know, a yeah. uh, little design on it. And uh, T-Bar responded saying to CM Punk, you, you mock my brother Slapjack because you are a coward like every current and former WWE superstar. You tease leading retribution, but we will not follow you to failure like your new nexus. We will destroy this place piece by piece, including you if you ever show up. So uh, T-Bar, who's Dominic Dijakovic, responding to CM Punk, but also uh, playing into the angle. Yeah, that's fine. That, that's a good way. I mean. Guys, you got to be able to say whatever. If someone says something, you want to get a little bit of attention on it. The, I did see with those. The Dio Madden guy, was that the guy that was the announcer for a bit on Raw? Yeah, and then Brock Lesnar took him out, and they, they wrote him off oh, after dude. just like a month. But he was a pre, he's a pretty big guy, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's a big guy. He's a former, uh, gosh, I want to say he was uh, on the NFL he was in the practice squad, but I, I, I believe he might. I'll double check one second. But yeah, he is a big guy. Comes from a football background, though. Right. Essentially. Yeah. The um, I did see a piece on something where they were saying that the backstage they're like being mocked and laughed at already for the outfits, and you got to remember, and in, in, in like Punk makes comments and stuff, and like this is the one thing like I always try to 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 not do is like make fun of talent or like rip on talent because I'm not involved in storylines like on that. And whereas, because most of those, especially in WWE, they're, they're just doing what they're told. Right. They're all new. They have no say, you know, in, if, if that was punk debuting and they, in ECW and they wanted, they, Vince told him to wear that, he would, you know, now punk is his final year there. Would he probably not, but that's, so that's important for all of us that are in the business or that have been there to realize that like, our mindsets when we first got on the business where we were mentally and, you know, usually you don't have any money. And so, and you, you do what they say. And then as you're there and you get a little bit of power and you make some money, you're more comfortable speaking up. Some, and most aren't, a lot aren't still, but some are and, and as punk was, but that mindset changes the longer you're there with that. And these guys are just, they're just doing what they're told. Right. On that at the end of the day. So, but I do find it like, I found it interesting. Like the stuff comes out like backstage thing, like people are mocking them, laughing at them. Like as far as which it, it, if you're, why that is getting that, this, that just goes to show you that's the politics side of wrestling. That's like shady producers leaking that stuff out because they have agendas and like they see they're getting a push. So they are already trying to throw wrenches into all this. And like, it's crazy how that, that system works. With that and like those guys, like they'll read that and they'll be like, then they start second guessing or doubting themselves. They're like, do we look silly? And then they maybe they start trying to speak up to get out of the mask. And like, it's just weird, like stuff like that. When it comes out, that's the political bullshit of wrestling happening with people putting that. That, that doesn't just come out. Mm -hmm. Like, who do you think puts that out? There's producers and writers in that meeting with Vince and 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 and, and Bruce Pritchard. I, and I don't know how involved Bruce is with Dave Meltzer, nor if he would be, but it's usually everybody else under that. And these guys and wrestlers too. When other, and this is the problem in modern day wrestling is you have a lot of marks in the business that, that go to these guys and they're just feeding him lies for their own benefit. And that it's like, and so that's why, and people ask, well, why are people friends with Meltzer? People in, in, in ex-wrestlers, well, they're friends with him so that he doesn't put out lies on them. It's the lesser of two yeah. evils in that rather than if everyone just said like, fuck this guy for being a piece of shit and dealing with these pieces of shit that put this stuff out. But that's what's going on when you see stuff like this with that. And it's a problem because it's like these wrestlers, like I told you when I was there, you, I never talked to a soul. I didn't even know a lot of this existed. I love, I just, but you have people that come from this internet background and that's the game they're playing. That's just, they're like, well, if we feed this lie out, they, rather than just finding a way to get over on their own, and that they try to destroy other people through the internet game. Yeah, I dealt with it a lot with people, which I'm sure Punk and Meltzer, I'm sure they were connected with the internet stuff. He comes from that whole period 
I would I wouldn't be shocked if he was responsible for putting out a lot of the stuff on that to benefit him and to make me look worse at a time that I was red hot. It just because things don't make they're like, where does he where do these lies come from? Yeah. That's my thing with these guys. They're getting a push. And so, but people, and again, we could all say it is cringe. Some of it's cringe, but it's not the guys. That's just the prod. That's WWE. Right. So, and there's no crowd. Yeah. So yeah. it makes it extra weird with no crowd doing an angle like this. Yeah. And Matt Morgan, he was pretty upset on, on the wrestling podcast. He kind of spoke out about punk uh, saying that he's doing nothing to help the business or help any, any talent or, or do anything. And he's, ripping on these younger talents who are trying to get over, you know, that are doing what they're told. And he, he, he just, I don't know, I, I guess Morgan feels like uh, punk should just shut up, I guess. Yeah. Everyone has, I don't, I don't know. Cause I don't know if he's intend, intending on going back or I don't know right. with that. And I think it's a, the one thing it's so important. And I look at is cause we all like and punk's getting older in his head, though, I feel like there's unfinished business for whatever. And like I, when I left, I have unfinished business. I feel like so you feel like, and even like I, it's a thing where you you feel like your time's not done yet, and like you're there's anger and resentment possibly. And I'm not saying this for this specific thing, but just for things I look at when I watch that you want to make sure because I'm not involved in any product or storyline, so I'm always very careful of like going off on individual talent or anything because there's no real payoff for me right now because I'm not in the business in that and, and I don't know if punk sometimes I think you know with it you you knock stuff and it, it, it's I don't know it can just come off because you're not involved in it and and we see too like with guys that the longer they're out of the business and things um where I'm getting at with this, it comes from it's something I have to constantly work on because I come from a very competitive background that I have to try to be happy for other people's success and yeah. because it's a mindset thing. But when you're when you're a competitor or a fighter, it's a very hard thing, especially if you, things don't go the way that you wanted. It's a very hard thing to sometimes look back and, and like and then be happy for other people that are having these opportunities and success that maybe you didn't have early on or there's things so you say things and it's a completely human natural human response it's but it comes with like evolving our mindset and i'm constantly working on this for me where it's like even if i slip i try to get back into that where it's like be happy for their success like i have everything i have now and i'm grateful for because of the way the things worked out and hopefully we'll have new opportunities in that but when you're in wrestling it's such a shit business that it's just it, it's and you're you're kind of groomed in that WWE atmosphere because of how the pay is that if you're not used well and then your pay goes down that it, it becomes very it becomes very cutthroat where you develop that attitude which is why we see that oftentimes with people and when they leave and that that's why like for me I try to always just focus on what I'm doing and building my success because the more money I make and the more successful I am outside of it the less it bothers me when I see other people have success there and I could be happier for them. And it's something I'm consciously aware of at all times, but I think it's just really easy with social media. And this isn't knocking punk on the, like I understand punk's frustrations for a lot of things in, in that environment when he was there and then leaving and going and trying new things. And it didn't go as planned and his values probably and going back and doing the talk show. And it just kind of, you know what I mean? Right. And where he was, he was at the top of the mountain for a bit there. So mentally and people, and you got to look at the people on social media that shit talk and he gets exposed. We all get it. To, we all have the, the portion of fans that come as, come at us for in their own way. And I'm sure he gets a, a very large amount from people and people that have turned their backs on him too also with all of this. And so sometimes you just tweet out something just to, you know, just to do it, you know, but, but it can come off like that. And whether he meant it like that or not, you know, it's tough. And we see that with often too, with like these guys, most of the guys that stick around in the business are the guys that didn't make as much money. Mm -hmm. The guys that make enough money usually get out. And you have to ask yourself, why is that? It's because the right. business sucks and it, it fucks you up. Like it, that's why like, it, it's really where you don't want to be around it all the time. And it just burns you out. And I think Punk got burnt out on the highest degree. And I don't know if he ever wants to go back or if he does and or if he has the leverage anymore to come back under a certain deal. I think there's still a lot of value in him. But 
you know, every year that passes and, you know, it could have been completely harmless. Maybe it could have just been a way to get them more attention. Right. Right. But I thought, uh, uh, Dijakovic, 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 I hate his name. I really (laughs) think wrestling needs to be like, it's, but I, I think he's very talented and has, has a promising upside to him. And I thought he handled that very good storyline wise and in character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And, and yeah, I mean, T T bar, it's, uh, (laughs) I mean, it sounds kind of like a, a video game name, like mortal Kombat or something. It probably is. Yeah. Like T Hawk Street Fighter. Well, these guys, this is again, a lot of this generation and people, they all come from just massive video game backgrounds. Right. Which is the product we see in the ring is a result is a lot of that. So, yeah. Um, this past uh, Monday night, the uh, last Monday night, WWE Raw, it did 1.678 million viewers in the ratings. Uh, it was down just slightly, 0.65% from last week. Uh, in 18 to 49, it stayed consistent with a 0.5 rating. So against Monday Night Football, um, not bad. I mean, it's looking like 1.6 million, 1.5 million is probably the the bottom. If they're up against a big NFL game, that's probably where they're they'll end up. Not bad for where we are now. Yeah. Obviously, 0.5 million viewers earlier this year. If you said that, that would have been horrendous. But with where things are, it's not down big against the NFL. So so far, uh, it's it's been all right for WWE. SmackDown was down quite a bit. Uh, it was down to two point. 037 million viewers down 12 and a half percent from last week's show which did 2.329 million viewers it also did have some uh some competition from the news because that was the night uh, ruth bader ginsburg passed away and that and it happened during the while the show was airing the news came out so um that probably had something to do with it as well as the nba playoffs it was up against it a huge number with the lakers versus the nuggets yeah i will say um I don't think that's the bottom yet. I think as the NFL season continues on and the games become bigger, when there's more, like when 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 we get deeper into the season, if this is still going on, I think they have more concern. Because early on in the season, and again, I, and I watched a part of that Raiders game, and I thought the the, the production of that, the, the way they they film it, and they have access to filming a football game, and that noise, it felt like I was watching a real game until they, they obviously would pan, and then it's a little bit of a disconnect, but. The um, I I think is is more is at stake here with everything that we we see those raw ratings start to drop down a little bit, even past. I yeah. really I, I don't think they're at the bottom yet. Now, if crowds start coming back, I think that there's an opportunity that, to hold that. But again, it, n- numbers going down like it, they want to get out of that range as quickly as possible. You don't want to be hanging out at that range, let alone going down, even if it's less than a percent it's still down you know yeah that that audience it it, that has to be concerning there's no way that it's not even though viewing habits are different and everything but right it's on a downtrend raw has been for for some time so yeah um one with the ratings there was also aew late night dynamite uh which aired on a special on a tuesday night it was only a one hour edition but it did five hundred eighty-five thousand viewers at almost 1 a.m in the morning now it had really strong lead in with the nba the nba game did almost 5 million viewers and then the inside the nba that uh aired after that uh it did 1.7 million viewers so uh, you know really strong lead in for it that that inside the nba did a 0.78 in the 18 to 49 demo uh, Dynamite did a 0.26, so strong number, but you would expect that uh, following the NBA game. But still, uh, it has to be looked at as positive. Yeah, no, they got their 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 core audience that are that are keeping up with their stuff, and uh, you know that's why I said if they can continue, we're, we're recording this before this week's numbers come out because I've got some stuff going on. But I'm really, I I really I want a crowd for AEW more than anything, a full crowd with everything going on. I really, and just cause I think it's going to help elevate everything with like the energy of that product. I am just, I'm a fan of it. It's my favorite wrestling product right now because of what they're doing. And I'm not yeah. shy to say it. And I like the talent that they're bringing in and I like the, the talent that they have and that they're building up. And it's, um, I think they're going to, they're going to benefit the most from having crowds back to get, I think their numbers are going to continue to rise. 
Um, whereas, you know, with, with Raw and SmackDown, I don't know if that's the case. I do think if there were full crowds back, I do think numbers all across the board are improved, though. Yeah. Uh, we've talked, finally, the, the last item I got, we talked a lot in the past about your trademark battles with WWE and the ongoing uh, the ongoing trademark battles with WWE. Yeah. Uh, it came out uh, this week that Ezekiel Elliott, is, uh, he revealed a tattoo on his stomach that says, feed me, and he's planning on trademarking it. Uh, he's filed a trademark it for athletic apparel, uh, shirts, pants, things, things of that nature. Obviously, you've been using Feed Me More yeah. for years. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I actually had saw that from an attorney posted in, in, that he filed on September 16th, and I had to get a hold of my attorney. The issue, So Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know a lot about him. I knew, though, he was trying to – he tried to use this initially many years ago after I'd already established it. And then started, he has like a, he had a website, I feel like eating.com. He clearly, it, it's when you're dealing with trademarks. So I, I own, I have that trademark in, in apparel and clothing in different categories and different uh, options for that, uh, which he had some of the same ones on there as well. Same thing essentially. And, and then I have it for entertainment and pro wrestling. And then I also have it for dietary uh, supplements and nutrition, which is an, another class, three different classes on that. He, uh, what he's trying to do, and I don't know if someone advised him, he, he was doing other things in the eat. I like to eat or in using different phrases of hungry, which I've had tied into my brand from the beginning. Um, he's not going to get it. So what say he's been for whatever reason, but in with the trademarks, there's a lot of other trademarks that do involve like feed me tacos and tell me I'm pretty or they involve phrases that are very specific. The problem right. is, is this is exactly my phrase. It's exactly, and it's the same meaning and that will cause confusion. So what we have to do is wait uh, and see, I, I have a feeling it's going to be denied by, by the trademark office. Now, if it's not, I will just simply have to pay and oppose it and we will provide evidence and he will not get it. Um, but I think it, it's very disappointing and I get like, it's hard because of everything and what I'm building and doing and being away and going through these injuries to get back to TV. And you got, I, I think it's low life scum shit, quite frankly, that you're trying. It's like, imagine someone coming in and, and again, Nike is a much bigger company, but Nike in, in the beginning stages or whatever you want in the first few years. And they have, um, and, and somebody had just do it more was the catchphrase. And then someone comes and say, that's Nike. And then they go, no, I'm going to come in and just do it. It's, it's the same thing. And so it, it's far too similar. You're literally trying to latch onto somebody else's brand and then take it and make it your own in the same exact thing. The right. same in like, it's like, come on, be a little more creative. And he, he's like, this is, he's a wrestling fan. He, he got it from me. He got it, 100% mm. got it from me. So he does, and it's my, I've already established it, own it. So I just think it's low. I just think it's really, really low. And that, and, mm -hmm. that, and I don't, it's, you got to fight that stuff. Cause this world, there's a lot of bad people out there. They'll try to take stuff. Like if I don't do anything about that, yeah, go ahead, take that brand and start doing it. And then down the road, they're like, well, this feed me more is too similar to ours. Even though right. I, it's so, and you got to go back and we'll have everything's documented timeline wise. There's, I think there's zero chance in hell he gets it, but by, for whatever reason, if they have an attorney that's able to pull strings, I simply just got to oppose it. I'll tie him up for years and he, he ain't using it. So he better get a good tattoo artist to go ahead and cover that, that, that shitty tattoo up on his stomach. <laughs> change it to change it to read me or something like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so, something else and, and get a different group of people around you to, to better advise you. Cause that was yeah. it, who, who gets a tattoo of it before it's even done. <laughs> That's pretty, right. That's pretty silly. Yeah. So, right. He, uh, I hope he has a good laser tattoo removal or just put a blotch <laughs> on his stomach. But yeah. it is what it, it's just, there's no way to look at that and be like, oh, I, that's such, like, it's stupid. That it's not, right. like, come up with your own stuff. That's not, you don't do that, man. That's just called, that's, that's just called being a decent human being where, like, I trademark stuff all the time and come up with different stuff for my, if I have, I have names for products that somebody else already came up with, I go, man, ah, they beat me to it. Mm -hmm. I come up with something else. Like, I don't go, you know, I, I'm entitled to go ahead and try to take this from this person. They're not going to see it that way. And it's so, it's just, I feel bad he got the tattoo on his stomach. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, that about does it for this week. A, a whole lot of stuff that we yes, covered. Yes. Um, so, th- thanks as always for having me on. No, thank you, Raj. As always, anything to plug to wrap up? Uh, yeah, I would keep checking out wrestling.com. Uh, this week, uh, I guess we were a little cursed in the sense that we had exclusive interviews with Ben Carter and Lance Archer. Uh, before they oh, no. realized that, you know, kind of <laughs> positive COVID results. And we got a ton of uh, big interviews and stuff coming out, uh, coming up, as well as all the latest news. Uh, so stay tuned to WrestlingInc.com. Good deal. I got Vicky Guerrero coming on next week's show. I'm looking forward to that, catching up with her, and also to check out my Feed Me More Nutrition $3,000 cash giveaway. It ends Friday, October 2nd, midnight Pacific. Also giving out a signed WWE Heavyweight Championship. You can save 20% with discount code Ryback3000 at checkout on feedmemore.com. And you also have an option for a free premium shaker bottle and workout towel. So make sure to get your orders in for that. And thank you guys very much for listening. You've just listened to the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. Feed me more. Feed me more. May you rest in peace. Awesome! Yes! 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 Hulkamania is running wild! Yeah! I said give me the hell yeah! Ha <laughs> ha! Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report. <laughs>